This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> More than one individual... I've heard from uh, that uh, Rumcast was uh, their favorite episode. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. Uh, today we are brought to you by Sailor Jerry's Rum. Uh, for when you want something a little better than Captain, it's Sailor Jerry's. <laughs> Sailor Jerry's has a higher alcohol content. Um, and I don't necessarily think it's a better rum. Than uh, Captain? In terms of, it tastes, I mean, I guess this is like a faux pas that you're not supposed to, whatever, but like it tastes the same. Yeah. To me. Yeah. To me, rum doesn't taste that much different than whiskey. Um, I definitely know the difference between a rum and Coke and a whiskey and Coke. Uh Uh-huh. But a rum and Coke is a little bit sweeter. My wife's sister brought home, okay, so obviously this past Sunday, Super Bowl 50, right? Yesterday. Um... Oh, the TV. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear it. You can? Yeah, why don't you go turn that off, man? I'll keep talking. Uh, So this past Sunday, obviously, Super Bowl 50, I have no interest in the game. Um, But I have a uh, vested interest in the advertisements, advertisements. And the the ads and such. Watch them every year. Like to see reactions on Twitter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sort of my thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, in my mind, I'm an advertiser, right? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm one of the Mad Men. Yeah, yeah and in your uh, mind, you're Don Draper. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, maybe maybe not so much in the mind. Mm. Uh, maybe not so much in the mind, uh, but uh, yeah. Okay, so. Super Bowl 50, yada, yada, yada. It's 11.55 in the evening, folks, so... Uh, we're it's gonna, right, it is. We're going to be drinking a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're going to be knocking a few back. That's Addison's number one. See this where the show takes two. us. So. There, there you go. Well, number two on top of... Uh, I mean, you had your... Oh, obviously, your, your, obviously. Your, yeah. Your, uh, I don't know when the last time I was 100% sober for this show. <laughs> your, your green fortitude, as they it's say. It's in my off time, so... Yeah, you know. sp- smoking the uh, Marlboro Special Blend 420s. Yep. Um, yeah. Anyway, you're talking about the Super Bowl. Last. Yeah. Okay. So Super Bowl. I had planned to, to go to my brother's house and watch it because I'm uh-huh. like, it's it, it's it's just going to be like him and my dad and just real small. Me and my wife can go. We've got obviously a five day old baby. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. But um, and then my son wakes up and it's just a he's just a dick. I was so pissed last <laughs> night and, and, and him. Like I'm just like you just you just you're screwing with me, son. That's what you're doing. Because then so and I texted my brother. This. That's never going to stop. <laughs> yeah, I've got about 18 years of that ahead of me. You get, no, you have more than that. <laughs> then 35 becomes, years. Then he becomes an adult, and then he starts act, making an actual difference and affecting real change right. around him. <laughs> and you're going to be like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Right. You're just, right. You're just screwing it up. Right. You know? No, so he, he we, we got him up to go, 
and and he'd gone down late, you know, for his nap and, and et cetera, et cetera. We got him up, and he gets directly out of bed and lays down on the floor. I mean, just not. I mean, we thought he was like going to puke. Like we really, really like well, maybe he's going to blow chunks here in a second because he was acting that yeah. sort of lethargic and stuff. And so my wife is like, I think he does have kind of a fever. You know, she's kind of we didn't take his temperature, but she's feeling his head. You know, and she's like, he feels a little warm. You know, but maybe he just woke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like, well, we'll throw him in the bath for a minute. Maybe that'll yeah. just sort of bring him back to life. I've already Leveled it's up. already in my head. I'm like, I'm not going to get to see the Super Bowl ads live. Sure. So we put him in the bath, and boy, does he have a great time in the bath, Matt. I'm telling you, on his feet, he's playing with the cups and the water and the little boats and stuff that we have for him, and he yeah. just goes ham. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, you feel fine. I could be watching <laughs> the ads for the biggest ad day of the year, but oh no, 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 no. And I told I told a couple other folks because they're like, "Oh, did you have any plans? Or did you go?" And I'm like, "No, we were gonna go." And Lucas wasn't feeling well. And my wife even told me to go. She's like, "Why don't you go ahead and go? I'll kind of hang out with him and and the baby." And I'm like, "I'm like, there's no way in good conscience I can leave you with two children. You're you can you're on oxycodone and ibuprofen. Like I can't. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Like (laughs) there's few things that would take me away from her side at that moment. Yeah. You know, Super Bowl fifty. Wasn't one of them. Yeah. So, um, anyways, Matt, do you watch the game? No. What? Uh, no, I had, working. I had what? people over. Uh, the uh, not to watch the game. No. The restaurant establishment that we we all several of the people there work at um, mm-hmm. closed at four, and so because it's a winery, so we closed at four. Because I mean, you know, probably not getting a whole lot of business anyway. On Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> unless you're Pizza Hut, so. Oh, I can't even imagine. You know, that's one thing I can't imagine working at like a pizza hut. I know on Super Bowl Sunday. I know, like, I know. Yeah, um, just let that marinate for a anyway, second. So some people from work came over and we watched uh, four episodes of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people from work and uh, a friend of the show, Kyle, there you who's go. been on the show before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What um, was it called? Uh, Gaycast because you're a bigot. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> you called it Gaycast because you were a bigot. I'm that's not, not the only bigot. thing. That, I called it Gaycast because he's gay. If anything, that's a homage. But to him. we could have sh- no. We could have called it Kylecast. His gayness isn't what isn't what. Uh, well, for what me makes is. Kyle Kyle? Well. His faggotry is what makes Kyle Kyle. <laughs> 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 the fact uh, he's a little. If we if we ever have no, friends, Kyle's, Kyle's a cool dude. Or if we ever have like a fan club or something, they're uh-huh. gonna be called faggots. Like, <laughs> you know, they, they have like oh the street team and like you know yeah. radio shows and whatever. No, no we're our fr- our fans are called faggots, <laughs> uh, spelled with the internet spelling F A G G E T faggots. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, we'll, we'll talk about that when the time comes. Yeah, um, anyway. when we actually get a fan. Yeah, then, then we'll- exactly, <laughs> exactly. When more than ten people download the show yeah. in a week, well, we're getting up to fifty now. Oh, oh, there nice. you go. Anyway, so so yeah, Kyle came over and uh, some people from work came over. We watched four episodes of Game of Thrones and mm-hmm. uh, drank a little bit, and then uh, drank after, a little bit, smoked a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, I don't know. Evening got late. We were as it does. We kind of you know we watched four episodes of Game of Thrones. It's four hours of Game of Thrones, you know. Mm-hmm. So. It's a lot of Game of Thrones. You know, a couple people left, and Kyle and I hung How out. How many boobies were in the four hours of Game of Thrones, Matt? <laughs> I don't know, half a dozen at least. So, Are there boobs every episode? Almost every episode. Not quite every episode. I would say I would say 40% of the episodes, 50% of the episodes have boobs. Oh, yeah. But if they're showing a tit, they usually show like seven or eight tits. It's usually one of those scenes well, with a bunch of naked women in the background. by that sort itself of is, I mean, who wants just the one tit? No, you want both of them. Yeah, at you least. Know. Yeah. If not, several pairs. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes some scenes have several pairs. 
Anyway, so then Kyle and I, <laughs> Kyle and I. There is only sex. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Robert California. So the, I can't help myself. Then this is this was my favorite part of the night. Uh, the Lamos left. The Lamos, as they do. Yeah, yeah. Zach and Katie and Janie, <coughs> freaking Lamos, calling them out, name dropping. They all, uh, they all yeah. left. Mm-hmm. And Kyle, because they suck. Exactly. Yeah. Kyle and I got drunk, like legitimate drunk, mm-hmm. and watched. C-SPAN. Did you guys? Did you guys? No. Didn't, no. Didn't not at all. Fight at all? No. Man, you're lonely. He's gay. I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to dog conclusions. No. I'm just. No. There's none of that. Going with the natural. Okay. There's none of that. All right. And I think the, one of the facts is that I, I am his friend is because I, we've gotten drunk together several times and I've never been like, hey man, just suck my dick. You know? Because I think, I, I know I know that gay men get in that situation with a straight with straight friends, quote unquote, a lot. Like, that's a trust I don't want to break. I'm sure that they do. I'm sure they do. Because there, there are dudes. Is that a thing? Straight dudes getting hammered and wanting a gay to do to yeah, yeah. service them? It's a, yeah. It's definitely a thing. All right. Wow. You know, it, I, it I guess I didn't. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I mean, I've said that I'm totally straight, and I've said that yeah. to my other straight friends, totally sober. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Just. <laughs> uh, but no, that's a that's a point of trust, you know. That's, you know. Like He's he's trusting he's not going to, that you're not going to. Yeah. To break that wall. And think, and think, oh, I'm, I'm drunk. F*** it. Just like. Like and I, that would be treating him as just a cum dumpster, like just. No, uh, come on. Wow, it, 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 it would. It would be treating. Eight minutes you know? in, there you go. And there's send the kids out of the room because Matt's talking about gay cum dumpsters. Listen, if there are any kids <laughs> listening right now, stop. <coughs> Wait ten years and come back to it, okay? Right. Like you're not ready yet. Like, seriously. Wait, does it even go for like? What if like a four year old's listening, man? He's only fourteen when he comes back. Well, he doesn't know what a cum dumpster is. For all, for for, for <laughs> all, he's gonna he go kn- say that to mommy though. For all he knows, he's Oscar. That's where Oscar the Grouch lives. Right. I was gonna say that was when I was in college. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> Kyle and I got drunk We're and, on topic, and I watched, promise. watched C-SPAN. Uh huh. Donald Trump was on, and mm. he had as he, he so often his is New these Hampshire days. stump speech. Right. An hour and forty minutes. First off. <laughs> How does he even feel? Like, who keeps like, who keeps people in a building for over two hours? Because these people have been waiting for him. Obviously, yeah. He co- he just comes in, says the speech, and then leaves, and then to right to the next place to say another speech. You know? Right, shaking hands on the way. Right, kissing babies, and an oh, hour and forty minutes he spoke. That's a long time. And so yeah, Kyle and I. We've got, never done an hour and forty minute episode. Uh, yeah, just to give our listeners exactly. uh, sort of a barometer there. So. So oh, Kyle and I, Kyle and I got drunk and 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 listened to Donald Trump, and mm-hmm. it was it was hilarious and it was a good time. And that's yeah. what I did on the Super Bowl Sunday. Well, there you go. Couldn't have been better. I watched my my favorite sports, my TV sports, mm-hmm. my fantasy Game of Thrones sports, and your political my sports. political sports because it's go. all just sports. Yep, it's all just bread and circuses. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, kind of had a big week. A little bit. <coughs> First of all, before I forget, let me pull this up and read it real quick. I sent this to the Telegram uh, broadcast channel, but uh, there it is. From a listener last week, or about last week's episode, he sent me and he said, uh, your new toy on the last show is literally the best thing ever in GTST mm-hmm. history. I don't know if I agree with that, that sentiment. Well, great story. Compelling and rich. Um, and there it is. I think you need to. Can't you, argue with it. I, I think we need to work on our library. We do. Of drops. Yeah. 
get some from us. Uh, yeah, maybe more yeah. varied. I think I think yeah. if I if I add my maybe list of drops, well, you to can it, send stuff to me if you if you want me to add stuff in. Just send me whatever, yeah, if it, even might. if it's a YouTube video or whatever. I'll I'll put it in. I think I might. I want some more South Park stuff, but I don't know some of the like some of that zeitgeist of type stuff. Yeah, stuff South Park. Well, I, you're talking to a, a very very you know mm-hmm. I'm a big South Park fan. You worship at the church South Park. I'm well, aware. I, mean, yeah. I don't worship there, but I think it's a great show. Yeah. Anyway, you, you do attend regularly. You warm the pews. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm a donor. Um, so you had a big week. Uh, I, I did I mean, have a big week. You know, um, Wednesday morning, six a.m. Went in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Checked my wife's cervix, mm. uh, and she was at two centimeters dilated. Um, and it has to get to ten for yeah baby to come out. Yeah, and uh, they checked again. Okay, actually, I'm skipping some stuff. <laughs> the doctor, uh, so they order the the her contractions start getting painful, and uh, and I'm I'm the one telling my wife I'm like, well, why don't let's get the epidural going, let's let's move on with that, mm-hmm. and she's like, mm, I don't want to I don't want to be a pansy, and I'm like, oh, well, it's like categorically known as the worst pain ever. You're doing fine, so let's get the epidural in here and, yeah. and push. Let's have this baby. <coughs> Excuse me. Anesthesiologist comes in to to do this process, and this dude. So he starts doing his thing, and they put this covering over her back, and they take a needle about that long and like dig it right into her spine, and it's a big thick needle. And I text my brother right as it's happening, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I forgot how big this needle was. This is awesome. And he texts me right back. He's like, yeah, isn't it f-ing cool, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we're just sort of bonding over the experience that I'm going through right yeah, then. Because, because uh-huh. I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole process. I'm like, I'm like, wow, this yeah. is this is awesome. As you would. And it's really cool. The whole epidural thing, Matt. So he, he he shoots her with one regular shot that you or I would get for the flu or hepatitis or whatever that numbs the area. That numbs the A area. Local yeah. And he's like, he's yeah. like, that, that, that that's going to numb the area. And he's like, he's like, you might feel some pressure. And then he takes this giant needle and just goes in all the way almost to the hilt, and he's like moving it around. He's like, he's like, now you might feel some tingling in your toes, you know. And he's telling her this because it's it's your, it's your spine, dude. Like that's like that's all the way, you know. Yeah. It controls your whole body. And he's sort of moving around. He's like, he's like, and then he gives her a test dose of of the epidural medicine just to make sure she's you know not going to seize out or anything. And he's like, here, okay, here comes your test dose. And he's like, he's like, now I want you to tell me if you feel any discomfort in in your in your arms or your fingertips. And I'm like, this stuff is incredible, you know. And then and then I'm and then and once she's all hooked up, it's a machine that constantly puts it into her. Mm-hmm. Once she's all hooked up, I'm sitting there and I'm I'm googling. I, I looked at the th- the marker on the thing and found the medicine. I'm googling it. I'm like, you know, and it, it, it's finding these articles and they're like, yeah, this is. Commonly used in, in labor and delivery and, and uh, these other sorts of extreme pain and stuff. It's like ten times more strong than morphine and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, this is like the good stuff. Like, <laughs> like I told my wife, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sure they just, you know, because they scan everything. They just have a barcode scanner and that all just goes on your pill. Like that's how it works at hospitals now. I, I know you probably haven't been to a hospital in a while, but they just, yeah. anytime you get in, you have a wristband that has a barcode on it. And then whatever they're doing for you, whether they're opening gauze packets or or a simple Advil or whatever it is, they scan it, and that's how. So they just run up your bill that way, and um, 
So he scans it. I'm thinking, I'm like, well, he, did he scan this whole thing? Like, however, because it's like a cassette that's loaded in there. It literally says cassette on it, a cassette that's loaded in there with this medicine of this machine. And you can hear it, like, every, at an interval, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's like, and it lets a little bit more of the medicine into mm-hmm. her spine. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, they probably charged me for that whole thing. What if I just swiped it? I want to put the street prices free. <laughs> For whatever this is, this drug that I googled, it's like you know, I'm sure lay you out, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, sh- I'm sure some junkie would love to have that. <laughs> Let me get this straight: your wife's in labor. Y- she is, yeah, about to have a baby. Uh, you've already seen her spine be pierced by a giant needle. That's correct. And you're thinking about how much <laughs> epidural medicine gets on the street? Uh, y- you know, it crossed my mind. Okay. That's all I'm about to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It just occurred to me. Reasons why I love you. <laughs> it's right there. I mean, there you go. Mm. Sailor Jerry's, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Yep. Sailor Jerry's. I think it's smoother than Captain, actually. Yeah. Now that I... Uh, well, how much did you... Did you... I gave you a medium dose. <laughs> Speaking of doses. So what, a like medium, a double? Dose. Or... So it would be it would be a normal man's double, yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, speaking of drinks, so this is what I was going to wrap up my Super Bowl story with, and we jumped to labor and delivery. Uh, so Which my we're going back to we're coming back to yes, folks, and we're going around and around. Yeah. My wife's sister goes to my brother's house to watch the game. Uh huh. You know, great, whatever. She had planned to go with all of us, and then, you know, my son got up and wasn't acting right. You know, we're like, no, we're probably you know, set this one out, and she goes, she comes home. <laughs> With two things. Two things, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, about two-thirds of a Reese's ice cream cake. I mean, that's that's good. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. Daddy's going to get into there. Yeah. Uh, he comes up with about two-thirds of a Reese's ice cream cake and a about three-quarters of a bottle of UV blue vodka. Uh- yeah. The blue raspberry, UV blue. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, there, there is booze upon mine stoop. Yeah, and and uh, which, which actually doesn't. I, I don't actually buy booze that often. Like I, I drink with you and, yeah. and out places occasionally, and that's yeah. it. And uh, so this bottle comes in. I'm like, mm, there's booze in my house. Mm-hmm. And so last night, my son, and this is actually a confession. My wife does not know this. Oh. <laughs> So, so as the night you gave your son alcohol, didn't you? No, I didn't. Okay, I did. I was about to say, dude. No, I'd be fine with that. Going too far. Like you gotta wait till he's like at least five or six. (laughs) Five or six should be okay with this. Yeah, but two, Addison. Come on, that brain is still not there yet. No, so my son was crying when after he went to bed, and he's you know pissing and moaning that he has to go to bed, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you ruined Daddy's game. You're going to bed. You know, Daddy always wins. And I put him in bed, and then and then and then at a certain point he had woke up after he was in bed and was yelling. This is turning to dad cast. It's awful. But and then and then the the newborn is crying because she wants to, I don't know, eat or shit or something, and so she's crying and he's crying. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, it, 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 it was a bittersweet moment because I'm like, okay, this is the first time I've got two going at once, and I'm I'm just I'm I'm getting through it, and so he, here we are. This is mm-hmm. a good thing, just. I can just get used to this, right? Yeah. Like, this is what life's going to be like. That's the new normal? Right. That's yeah. the new normal. 
And then I get him back to sleep and she takes care of him. And I go right downstairs <laughs> and I grab her bottle of vodka and I pour myself a healthy double of straight vodka. No. Straight UV blue? Yeah, oh, UV man. blue, exactly. Oh. And then and down it goes. You're like the white trash Don Draper. <laughs> down it goes. And then I head right upstairs to go to bed. <laughs> Probably slept like a baby, huh? Um, well, I was on my phone for like two hours and then went to bed. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I wanted to ride the buzz and, you know, yeah. do a few raids in Clash Clans. So. <laughs> uh, so that's life at the Todd household. Nah. Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Well, that's nice. Okay, so 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 you talked about the UV blue. Yeah. You talked UV about uh, uh, you gave your son vodka. Uh, well, um, well, bit I, of a stretch. Okay. But. I'll attribute that to the Sailor Jerry's and the Marble 420s. But the big story of 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 give that some thought. <laughs> Number ninety five. Mm-hmm. Is this ninety five? This is ninety five. Uh, we're five yeah. away, man. What That's a time incredible. to be alive in ninety five. What a time to be alive. That's incredible. Is that you? Ninety five episodes. Yeah. Wow. You have a new yeah. addition to your family. To the family. That's right. Elsie Grace. Uh, you got ten a, pounds, you seven got, ounces. You got a dog. I, well. Oh no. Uh, a little girl. Oh, little, okay, little girl. <laughs> she. So Meredith wasn't pregnant with a litter of puppies. No. Okay. Much as we had hoped. Okay. Because I think the street price is more than for kids. Well, obviously. Well, yeah. the street price for kids is probably higher, but they're harder to sell. I mean, a human, the first human puppy hybrids, and you know, human dog hybrid there in history. You go. Puppy monkey baby. Yeah. Okay. No, we're not making that a thing. We're not contributing to that thing at all. We can't. Somebody already did. Uh. The worst. Matt and I watched the, com- what was it? The top ten, I guess. I well, it wasn't. It was. Uh, a curated top, top 10. ten, yeah. A curated top ten of the Super Bowl ads yesterday. What was that even a commercial for? Doritos? No, it was for uh, no. The Doritos one was a controversial one. Remember they humanized a fetus? How dare oh, they? Oh yeah. Um, no, uh, Puppy Monkey Baby was um, for Mountain Dew Kickstart. Oh yeah. Three great things: Puppy Monkey Baby and uh, mm-hmm. juice, caffeine, Mountain Dew. I think were the three yeah. things. Yeah. You know, it's like the world's worst meme. Drawing the parallel. Yeah. Puppy Monkey Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so you had a child, Elsie Grace. And how dare we humanize the fetus Yeah, as well. Uh, um, congratulations mm. to you. Thank you, sir. And to Meredith on, it was a good time. on the epic birth of your second child. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good time. Yeah. Slid right out. Yeah? <laughs> Hardly any pushing. Yeah? I mean, I was like, wow. Yeah, I literally yeah. said to the nurse, I said to the nurse that was, that was there basically... Uh, Delivering the baby and telling her when to push and stuff before the doctor got there. Uh, she had recommended. She was in the room forty minutes prior, and I was like, eh, "Yeah, you know, my, my brother was in there, and he he was like, you haven't eaten out. Let me go grab you food, you know, because you have just got to be here, and let me go grab you food and stuff." And I'm like, "All right, you know." And so I kind of pull up my phone and I'm googling. I'm like, "What do I want? Is there something around here?" And then the lady, the nurse. She says, "Well, uh, there's a there's a place right across the street, or right right you know right around the corner that has amazing sub sandwiches, you know." And she's like, "Best Philly cheesesteak ever," and I'm like, "I mean, it's kind of a tall order, but I'm down for a Philly cheesesteak, sure." Mm-hmm. I sent my brother to get this Philly cheesesteak, and I see him from our room in the parking lot return as she's, I mean, baby's ready to come out. Yeah, I just kind of look out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, I'm like that bastard's back with my sandwich, <laughs> and then I'm saying to your, the nurse, "Your child is being bored. Where's my?" <laughs> damn sandwich that's exactly what i was like where's my freaking sandwich here and i told i told the nurse 
because uh, she's like, she's like, oh, you know, we should wait till like her aunt comes back and all this stuff because her aunt is one of the nurses and stuff, and uh, and she's like, well. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, you think you got problems? I got a sandwich out in the lobby, lady. So if we can get this, <laughs> so if we get this show on the road, I, this is what I said. Like, I'm like, I got a sandwich out in the lobby, lady. So if we can get this show on the road, I can get to my cheesesteak. And, she, and she's like, well, you know, <laughs> it's supposed to be the best cheesesteak around. Okay, I don't want to eat it cold, is what I'm saying. Right. It's what you told me. Yeah. So if you have any respect for that sandwich, you'll get this kid out. I'd like to have a beautiful, <laughs> healthy daughter, n- uh, another beautiful, healthy child. And a Philly, and a warm Philly cheesesteak. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Not, not, not too not, much to ask yeah, in the world. Not <laughs> a, not a healthy healthy <laughs> child, and a, and a cold Philly cheesesteak. That's mm-hmm. just you know. And who drinks cold? Or <laughs> who drink? And there was a flub. Got a got a drink to that one. Who Episode ninety five. Who eats cold Philly cheesesteak? Rumcast part two. I would eat a cold Philly cheesesteak. Is this our first callback? I think so. Like a part two or. A- <laughs> No, we go back to our. our, well, our jokes. I mean, in the episodes, but I mean, like in terms of titling, the titling is a very, very, very uh, delicate process, man. You always name them all. I, I don't think I've named you haven't one. named one. No. Yeah. Matter of fact, for the last one, I had a working title. I had like three working titles and narrowed it down to the one that we had. Well, okay, so I have one of na- them was Maximum I, Bakeditude because you said that in the episode. <laughs> I have named them, and in fact, I, I would probably say that the majority of the ones that. Are things that we say on the show or come from me, uh-huh. but I never choose them. You're the, always the one who chooses them. It's true. Yeah, you know? like I as think, the producer. Yeah. What, what, what was them. the what was the uh, the title of last week's alchemical electronic alchemy? Electronic alchemy. Yeah, because you was, mentioned the that was something board. that I said. Yeah, but you were the one who chose it. Mm-hmm. And I and I I would have chosen one of the top contenders. I remember as I was listening was Maxima Bakedude. Yeah. Matter of fact, I was editing while she was in labor. I mean, she she was there, sort of doing her thing, and I'm just like, nah, I'm gonna pull out the computer. Let me know when the kid gets here. Was this was this before <laughs> epidural or after? Because I imagine after it, before and after. Okay, so I mean, it's <clears throat> well, well. Answer this question, okay? Yeah. So after she gets the epidural, from two time father to from, <coughs> from no father to two time father. Yes, yes, sir. I'm here to answer um, all your questions. <laughs> when she gets the epidural, is she yes. pretty much out of it? Is she like Looney Tunes? Is she like real loopy? Um, Does she is she acting high as? F- it's <laughs> basically what I'm asking, and it's a fair question from what I read about does the she, drug. Does she remember a lot of it? Yeah, it's not. Um, it's it's a very, and I think that's hence the spinal because do they do like the spinal tap thing? I believe because what it does is it numbs you from the waist down. Okay. Okay, and so she remembers that, and she, I mean she's she's jovial, but I don't I don't think it's a, a, a it doesn't yeah. seem like it's drug induced whatsoever. Gotcha. Um, it's just, you know, my hilarious jokes. Yeah. Um, mm, but, okay, uh, yeah. yeah, but, uh, so um, she's, pr- she's pretending like she is all the other times. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, it's hurtful, man. I mean, you know, you know, you know, I craft my jokes. Yeah. yeah. We really shitty with like super glue and duct tape <laughs> and over, you, you spend like five minutes crafting them. You were so pissed about whereas, the caucus sucker joke. Whereas I toil. You're like, I can't believe you. I I, I, I I make my own ingredients, you know? Mm-hmm. And chisel and hone and and spend time crafting and Like a master craftsman. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Then I tell the joke. And sometimes I just tell it for one person. That's my favorite type of laugh. Mm-hmm. It's when you have a group of people and you tell you. a joke and oh. only one person laughs. That can be a good time. That's my favorite joke. It, it, and everybody else is left out of it this. and you're just like, you and that person are just like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, well, I mean, you, you did just tell me, but I, I get that too. There's sometimes where, will you ever, 
I'll say this. Well, now, it's, I'm getting off on denying other people joy, <laughs> yeah. basically. Well, I was going to say, so... Being so smart and obscure. And, for me, know. six out of ten times when that happens, uh-huh. which is like two out of ten times that I tell a joke, but six out of ten times that that happens or only one person laughs, it's it wasn't planned. Yeah. I thought yeah. out and felt out my joke. And I said it and elaborated on it and did like, you know, the one, two, you know, whatever the beats are. Mm -hmm. And then they were the ones that guffawed. Yeah. But there's nothing better than that feeling of doing it. You're like, I'm going to craft this because I know they're going to giggle. Like this, this is this like Taylor making a joke just for one person. Yeah. Yeah. In a group of two or three. I mean, you know, obviously none of us have been at Carnegie Hall yet. Yeah. So notice I said yet, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently, Yeezy tweeted that uh, Yeezy, Kanye West, uh-huh. um, tweeted that uh, Yeezy taught me he sold out Madison Square Garden in ten minutes. Did he? Ten minutes, man. A ticket master sold out Madison Square Garden in ten minutes. Uh, oh yeah, he okay. scalpers bought the fa- out the fact that they were going to see Kanye West. Had scalpers bought out Ticketmaster in ten minutes. Oh whatever, man. Don't be a dick. Or yeah. Oh. Uh, anyways, so yeah, congratu- congratulations on your you. uh, on your new baby. It was a good time. Elsie um, Grace, ten pounds I, seven ounces. I was wrong. I said he was going to be a boy. I you did. Boy. Apparently, a lot of people said girl. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. I don't in get into that. Of course, they they say it. There's two things I don't like about this whole process. Uh-huh. I hate for nine months or eight, six, however many people yeah. know, getting asked, "Do you think it's a boy or a girl?" Mm. Hate it. And I always reply, and uh, people probably think, like, <laughs> the circle of people that I'm, I was going to say influence, but let's be honest, the circle of people that, are, that I associate with don't necessarily influence, they must think I'm a colossal dick. Like, they must just think, like, boy, that guy's a douche. Because I always answer the same thing, oh, what do you think it is? Because they're trying to make conversation and, you know excite their own boring ordinary lives yeah and i always or they say just, or it's a common question that people ask because they're interested in your life and yeah. it's a pretty common question yeah. and they're just trying to solidify some sort of relationship with you that maybe you know they're trying to show interest in your in your life maybe trying um, to solidify a relationship that isn't there but sure anyways. but i mean it's one you know oh what do you think it is and i always reply with the same thing it's it's a st- i think it's a baby clever Clever. No, it's 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 it is kind of my way of saying I I don't care to think about what it what what it, I yeah. really don't. Yeah. I think about the possibilities. I think oh, what will my emotions? How will I feel if it's a boy? How will I feel if it's a girl? Or I'll say I hope it's a mm-hmm. boy. Obviously, I'm never going to hope it's a girl. <laughs> but <laughs> because who but, needs that many tampons under the kitchen sink? I mean, come on, I, the dude, I can't even imagine. Like I was thinking to myself, I'm like I'm like this is how it is now. Yeah. Like there's two girls in this home and there's two boys in this home. Yeah. And I'm glad that I've got the upper hand because he was born first, so he'll always have age, you know, as as, as I raise him to be an I- I- eternal, you know, yeah. sort of struggle with, with women. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and at least in my home, he'll have an upper hand on, on Elsie, and yeah. I'll have an upper hand on my wife because, <laughs> you know, I'm the husband yeah. and yeah. submit woman. Because you're stronger than her. Yeah, yeah, and submit woman. Yeah. But um, where was I going? Uh, or coming from about- oh two things I hate yeah. yeah getting asked oh what do you think it is <clears throat> what was the other thing I don't remember you never said it I didn't I'm trying to remember what it was what? 
Guess we have to drink to that flub. Man, they're knocking back to the other Jerry's at a pretty healthy clip here. Oh, we're, what, 20 minutes in? We're already halfway through these drinks? Let's see where the night takes us. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we, we will have to do a, uh, we'll do an intermission so you can refill here in a little while. Well, I mean, we're, I'm fine for right now. Not trying to hit it too hard. Wasn't talking about you, man. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, so you know yeah. I mean? But this is like a this is like the playground that I go to. Yeah. I, I, like I'm like a kid, and there's no place to play at his own house. Like uh-huh. they, they live on like a third story, like walk up apartment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so when I go to you know my aunt's house or my grandparents' house and they have a backyard, like I'm like, oh, give me more yeah. of that backyard. Exactly. And right now I'm at my uncle Matt's house and he's got the sweet. The sweet, sweet elixir mm-hmm. of uh, playground booze. Yeah, and I and I want more of it. And you can just vape as much as you want. I don't vape, man. Oh, that's right. When- <laughs> you want to make that cut at thirty-one and a half minutes? Uh, thank you. Whatever. This is from. We're getting some to some actual stories here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Instead of just you know, booze in the Super Bowl. It's from CNN.com. Uh-huh. One of your favorite news outlets. I love me some CNN. Mm-hmm. Who uh, doesn't? They're the the blandest of of all mm-hmm. all the cable news, and I love it. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to find the punchline. Okay, here's CNN the, is on the television right now. Look at that punchline in the article. They are indeed. And who? What do we have here? Bill Clinton criticized. Oh, it's the same old, same old. Yeah. Which we should like if they about. couldn't run the same thing for six hours, like what would CNN do? They'd have like forty minutes of content. <laughs> Like, I mean, they have 40 minutes of content. They just repeat it. Right. You know? <sighs> anyway, CNN.com. <laughs> Here's the headline. Women welcome at a Saudi Arabia Starbucks shop after temporary ban. Hmm. You seen this? I heard about the women being banned from Starbucks. Uh, until very recently, one Starbucks in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, had a sign with the phrase, Please no entrance for ladies. Uh, the sign went up after a wall, segregating families and single people when entering the coffee house fell down. The temporary solution was to ban woman, women from entering the Starbucks. I get it. I get it. The yeah. full sign, please no entry for ladies only. Send your driver to order. Thank you. The first notice on the social media world last Monday when someone going by Manar M. tweeted, hashtag Starbucks store in Rihad refused to serve me just because I'm a woman and asked me to send a man instead. Mm-hmm. Others began tweeting the sign and it started popping up on Twitter. Unreal. Starbucks in Saudi Arabia refused to serve women. No on their door. Plus official response from the company. Etc. Etc. Yeah. It's tragic, man. It's it's f***ing tragic that, that wealthy bitches in Saudi Arabia can't get coffee. They have to. They can't buy coffee. Well, don't they themselves. have like Turkish coffee over there? Or? I don't know. I don't give. A f- they have to send. <laughs> they have to send their drivers in. Oh, that's. It's. I, I feel so sorry for the wealthy bitches, having to send their drivers in to Starbucks to buy coffee for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they're so oppressed that they can't do inconvenient things like buy coffee. You know, mm-hmm. because they're so oppressed. Oh my gosh, no, they're wealthy bitches. Okay. Is that it? Oil money? Ooh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Because there's two types of people in Saudi Arabia. There's super wealthy, and there's the dirt poor. And the dirt poor can't afford that Saudi Starbucks. Arabia or America? Starbucks. Saudi Arabia. Mm, got really real there, didn't I? Yeah. That's what I bring to the table after. Because it's... After a little bit of... the uh, same thing. You know? Constitution. Uh, it's funny that they... 
didn't mention anything about uh, the beheadings that happen all the time in Saudi Arabia. You know, <laughs> well, man, this is a reli- far greater tragedy. The religious persecution, the fact that it's it's basically an an incestuous clan of of evil men who run that country, mm-hmm. who use it to uh, who who who. Rape the country and its people. Rape the country and its people, um, but who have turned their backs on? The, I mean, they're Muslims. They're they're Shia Muslims. Okay, mm-hmm. so they have turned their backs on their countrymen, and on their people, mm-hmm. and on their brothers and sisters of their faith, for money. And they have raped their culture. Isn't that typically and they how have, it is? I mean, they have. They really. There's going to be a reckoning one day, and the House of Saud is going to. Uh, Going to pay a heavy price for what they've not not just what they've done to the world, but what they've done to their neb- their neighbors, their own country, their own country, their own people, and other countries in that region. Yeah, people who f- a few generations ago were the same thing as they are, you know, or they were. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's really tragic that women in Saudi Arabia can't buy their own coffee. They have to send their slaves in to buy it for them. I feel so very sorry for the filth, the fucking filthy wealthy bitches. So sorry. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. No, I don't care. Who cares? Well, not you, obviously. I mean, let's talk. Let's let's talk. Let's let's talk for real. Let's let's talk about the fact that the reason why they, the wealthy bitches couldn't go in and buy their own coffee is because there was a wall. In the middle of the building that separated women and children mm-hmm. from single men, right? Like, let's talk about that. As there should be. I mean, but let's talk on. about that custom. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to be oppressive, it's not the f- like the, the story here isn't that the wealthy just can't buy coffee. It's the fact that 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 is happening in their, originally in their that culture. segregation was already in place. Exactly. <laughs> right now, now that 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 is their culture and that is their their country. And if they want it to be like that. More power to them. So be, that's their right. that's their choice. I don't think that that's everybody in that country's choice. I particularly don't think that that's your choice if you have a vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, and so most women I know, yeah, aren't, aren't really on board with that sort of thing. Wouldn't wouldn't be wouldn't be too 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 uh, fond of wearing forty pounds of cloth covered in head to toe in one hundred and forty degree heat. Mm-hmm. You don't think that most women would <laughs> would want that? Yeah, probably not. Their women have to smell. Like there has to be. No, I mean, yeah, but you'd acclimate to it, you know. Yeah, you would. And also, like black is reflective; you're not absorbing as much. True, but still, you're covering heat. everything up. Yeah. Like, ugh, I can't even imagine. I guess uh, burka life is not for me. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Hashtag burka life. Hashtag burka life. Uh, we all done lived it. <laughs> imagine Angela, Angela. Imagine Angela Merkel in a burka. That would be that uh, Merkel burka life. <laughs> That's that's my response there. That's almost as bad as your uh, caucus. The caucus sucker. Caucus sucker joke. uh, Cork soaker was much better, though. Mm -hmm. I think. It was stolen, though. I stole that from Saturday Night Night Live sketch. Oh, did you? Although I think I told that on that part. You didn't. I I just now learned that. Oh. And I was sober as a judge, man. I know you're inebriated by something or other every episode, but. No. Tell you what, next time I'll I'll uh, I'll swipe you some of that epidural. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, then you can yeah get laid out real proper. So is the name um, of the drug epidural or is it? No, uh, that's the I believe that's the name of the process with the spinal yeah. tap and everything. Uh, I, I can't remember the name of the drug. 
trick to go in my Google Chrome mystery because <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just, I mean, you don't have, you know, at that point. Oh, hey, hold, hold on. New Hampshire primary Uh-oh. polls. This is mm-hmm. Republicans. Who, who read those names? Okay, Sanders. Is, Sanders is at sixty-one percent. Hillary Clinton's at thirty-five percent going into tomorrow. for the New Hampshire primary. Yeah, the New Hampshire primary is tomorrow. Yes. You want to do some po- political news and then we'll move. That's the second one. I mean, I've got. Well, are we done talking about how two. the wealthy bitches right, can't buy their own coffee? Have we? Are we finished with that one? Um. Okay. Yeah, we're done. Okay. Um, I've got a couple of things here. First though. world brown people problems. Am I right? Heard first world brown 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 people problems. It's a tongue twister, isn't it? Mm, it is right now. Um, I'm watching these tabs bounce around. All right. Okay. Got two things here. Uh, one from News OK, I believe is a Oklahoma <laughs> site or something. OU professor, and this I really just kind of want to posit this idea, and then and then just sort of we'll just see what we think. OU okay. professor, youth's attraction to Sanders shows education failure. It's disheartening that an avowed socialist is a viable candidate for president of the United States. Socialism is a dead end. For hundreds of years, it has failed everywhere it's been adopted. The enthusiasm of our youth for the candidacy of Bernie Sanders is a symptom of our failure to educate them, not only in history, government, and economics, but also basic morality. You don't have to be a student of ancient history to know socialism doesn't work. The collapse of the Soviet Union. And then they kind of go on from there. But I'm just I'm just kind of curious, like, sort of what our thoughts are on that. And what do you think, like... What do you think it says about sort of the grassroots movement? Like, I, I guess my explanation is, or I sort of attribute it to the fact that things are so bad that we'll sort of, that we'll sort of, uh, and I think on the right, a lot of Trump supporters, I attribute to the exact same thing. Like, things are so bad. Things are so hard, um, um, unaffordable. Things are, are, uh, you know, we're spending too much, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the wars. Like, I think people are so fed up that that's why they're willing to say, you know, if you're on the left-leaning <coughs> side of things, like, okay, a socialist sounds great. You know, that's 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 something I'm willing to put my vote behind if you're sort of open-minded and radical thinking. Same thing for Trump. I think Trump represents that on the right-hand side. People are in the same way, sort of like, okay, yeah, multi-billion dollar businessman who doesn't really know anything about politics. You know, yeah, things are really bad. I'll, I'll give them that. And maybe they're looking at it from different perspectives because mm-hmm. you're right. Your folks on the right are looking at it and saying, oh, immigration's a real problem, and he's been hard on that. He says all these things. You know, yeah, I got to give this a shot. You know, and then Bernie Sanders, same thing. You know, it, you, you know, so so many people can't afford college. That's a problem, you know. Oh, yeah, that's something I can get behind, you know, because it's so bad. Like, I sort of attribute it to that. Mm-hmm. It's, is there another reason? Is it a failure of education, or is it, is it um, like what do those two candidates in particular represent in terms of folks our age? Sanders and Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, or do you think they're not even really in the same category? No, they are. They are. They're. They're. they They have the youth vote strong behind them. Yeah. And I think that both those candidates will do well if the young people show up to vote. Mm-hmm. But they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. Though they never do. I mean, they do sometimes, but not always. And so it's usually the the 50 and over crowd that decide who, I mean, you know, who casts the most votes. Yeah. And so how how will a Sanders will do well with the whole hippie type? I think the leftists um, and the Democrats, you know, uh, who are tired of the Clintons, basically. 
uh, are all over Bernie Sanders. Um, but I think in particular, the reason why Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump uh, are loved so much by the younger voter is because they seem to be something that we've never seen before. And I think we've seen them before embodied in other candidates and other other races, political races. Well, if you recall, but everybody said Obama was a socialist, at least on the right. Yeah, like I don't well, know. Sure. If, I don't know if like it, Sanders, he came out and be, said this is what I believe. But I remember on the right, dude, man, that was but it's always, hard to say. It's always like, been popular to call for Republicans to call Democrats socialists. Yeah, okay. But Bernie Sanders is more. The the truth of the matter is, we live in a socialist country right the f- now. <laughs> this America is a socialist country. Mm-hmm. Like we have, we have pretty limited rights compared to what we used to have. We are no longer a democratic country we're 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 a country that's that's decided by how much money you have mm-hmm. um we have a gigantic welfare state um i would i would take the you know prisons and put that under the umbrella of welfare not mm-hmm. because you know we're taking care of these prisoners but because we have people who are dependent on the state on for system. their existence yeah, okay now um, i agree with you and 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 that i think the welfare state is is part of that in government it's 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 not just People who are getting a check every month for doing nothing, mm-hmm. right, or yeah. for having a certain number of kids, or for being unemployed—it's the or pe- earning under a certain amount. It's or the people it who, who whose entire industries and careers and jobs are dependent on that welfare state. You know, yeah. um, the person working for the the person taking phone calls at the WIC, the call center, right, or food yeah. stamp for food stamps or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're a part of the welfare state. Like they may be earning their own living. You know, they may not have welfare at all, but they're still a part of it because they're working for it. Yeah. The welfare state is, is, is very large. Um, other reasons why America is a socialist country, uh, because I said so. Well, there you go. Yeah. Which is, I, as a dad, you know, that's the number one answer. Yeah. That's, I, tr- I, that's the Trump I honestly card. honestly don't need anything else. Yeah. yeah. And you can't stump the Trump card. No, you can't. No. Uh, because I said so. Unstumpable. Yeah. It's my favorite Diane Lane movie. Um <laughs> No one out there is going to get that joke, I guess. I don't know. It's a Diane Lane movie about parenting. Uh, anyway, listen. Can't the, the remember who Trump, it was that I sent a bunch of Trump jokes to. Uh, Trump and uh, Trump and Sanders. What, Sanders, what yeah. is it about them? Um, I think it's the fact that they're anti-establishment or that they seem to be that way. They uh, think you know, they are. Donald, Donald Trump is... I think Donald Trump is clearly a part of the establishment. As um, is Sanders, like we've said on this program. Yeah. Yeah. But they appear not to be. Um, I think Sanders is a little bit not quite as um, part of the establishment as Trump is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bernie problem, Sanders. The problem. There he is. Thank you, Mr. Jones. You're, you're main man. Now. The problem with, and we're going to talk to you in a minute, Mr. Jones. But <laughs> if you just hold on for a second while I finish what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, the problem with Bernie Sanders is – it's not the problem with Bernie Sanders. I'm sorry. The problem with the presidency is that it's a puppet position to begin with. So yeah. no matter what happens, yeah, if you get in office, it's just a political – you're a puppet. You're not making laws. You're not a real, affecting real change. And if you if – you, I mean, let's, let's, let's face facts. If we're going to fix America, right – or make America great again, as Trump says. <laughs> That's uh, supposedly the goal. All hail, I'm all told. hail, our Lord and future God, Trump. Yeah. Um, if we're gonna make America, well, he's unstoppable. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. 
which is the first that's num- the step number one to becoming uh, um, a or, supreme leader. Uh, well, a supreme god. Yeah, you know, um, being unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First is unstoppable. During the interview process, they say, uh, <clears throat> "Excuse me, here, Mister Christ." Uh, how, <laughs> Mr. Messiah Trump? Uh, first, Mr. Messiah, exactly. How stumpable are you? I, Unstumpable. I, uh, listen to me, and I've had a lot of people tell me uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm stumpable. They don't know what they're talking about. Okay, <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not stumpable. You know, I had I had a Mexican work for me. Very nice guy. Wonderful guy. Uh, I'm not stumpable. I watched an hour and a half of Donald Trump do that. Like give give minor anecdotes no, of his it. personal I... life in order to in order to solidify whatever he whatever mud he was throwing <laughs> and he threw mud at other people he I, just dissed other I'm people sure, for like an hour and a half yeah which might be one of the reasons why the neckbeards love him so much but going back to what I was saying about the, the puppet presidency right there's no way that and his unstumpability that, that a unstumpability that a, a a president can go in and affect real change and in order to affect real change right let's let's just talk 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 brass tacks here. You have to overhaul the system. If you mm-hmm. want to affect real change in America, you have to overhaul, you have to gut certain things, and you have to be unpopular with a lot of people. Yeah. It, and you have to make hard decisions, and you have to, like, really actually... Even to the point of death, I think. Like, I, yeah. think, I think, as we've seen in the past, yeah. you know, I think if you look at some of the conspiracy theories surrounding some of the attempts on presidents' lives and presidents' lives that have been taken, I think it's a very real thing. Like, mm-hmm. if you are if you are willing to take some of the folks and entities that are in power and take them out of power for, for the good of the constituents, at this point, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the br- not even by our Lord and Savior, the unstoppable. <laughs> I think with the establishment, <clears throat> and here's here's what I think honestly, honestly, and I was thinking about this last night. Honestly, what I think with with Trump and Sanders is what yeah. we're seeing is we're seeing these shadow figures, these people who secretly run our elections, who the Koch brothers and and the Warren Buffets of the world, those those people who the power brokers, right? Right. Those people who give. Millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. And they're behind banks. What we're seeing them is for the first time, the first election cycle, we're seeing them... Personified. No, take their candidate and subvert the GOP and the DNC. They're not glad-handing and shaking and and, and sucking and kissing the, the butts... Uh-huh. Of the normal people in within the party themselves, like they have, like they have for in the years past. And years and years. Instead, they got their candidates and they brought their candidates in from the outside and just said, and "You know what? We're not going to be beholding. Wow, that's a very interesting. We're not uh, going to be beholding anymore to the GOP to to or the, party. the DNC yeah. to the party itself. That's actually terrifying. And I, th- I think that's it's. I think personally, I think I think it's the power brokers, the real the real people behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. In Washington, who who actually affect change? I think it's them denying the DNC and the GOP who have think they're they're too powerful, probably. Wow, who have gotten past? That's pretty interesting. Who who? Yeah, they've they've gotten too powerful. They think that they can run things, and I think it's certain because Trump has long been. I mean, for years he's sort of been the mouthpiece of that sort of super wealthy conservatism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> or at me. least the post, not the mouthpiece, but the poster boy. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've even, I remember back in the day when my grandma was voting Democrat and it was funny because my parents were trying to convince her to vote Republican because, and, and th- th- this was sort of some of the shift in the parties. Like some of this was very real. Th- my grandma had no idea, and it was was a Christian, sweetest lady I've ever known, and hand to God, sweetest lady I've ever known. But she had no idea that that the Democrats were suddenly 
um, the party. She had always thought, and I remember her saying this. I mean, as, as these are some of my earliest memories, mm-hmm. where of my grandma saying that the Democrats are a party for the people, and the GOP is entirely made up of rich folks. Yeah, and that was like the talking line of her. Like that's that's why she voted Democrat in the, the JFK era, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was it was it was up to my parents who, who it was the, it was unions, it was the working man, right? It was like it was your common dude, and then it was up to my parents to finally convince her, in some ways, rightfully so, that like no, 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 this is also the party party that's sort of pushing to, you know, really, expansion of government, really back abortion and expansion yeah. of government, expansion of spending, et cetera, et cetera, and it finally dawned on her, and then she switched, and that's kind of interesting because you think about it, but like Trump is sort of that poster boy of that old school Republicanism, like, you know, well, 1980s Reaganism, super, I think, I think to a point super rich and the, the, the successful because alpha of male. the free market, of well, course. Yeah. You're, you you're, your free market alpha male kind of type like Reagan was. Right. And I think Trump's the same way. And I think we're, we're seeing, uh, you know, a, a, as in everything, it's all cyclical and yeah. the cycles and patterns, uh, form and they come yeah. back around. And I think the patterns of of the 1980s, um, of a Ronald Reagan, of uh, Dwight Eisenhower, um, have come back around. And Addison just got hypnotized by Beyonce's Super Bowl footage. I love Beyonce. Before you go off on Beyonce, let me finish what I was saying about about Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. Now, now listen, yes. okay. I, I, I now, said it before. Hear ye, hear ye. But I'm going to reiterate this point because it's something I want people to honestly think about. Mm-hmm. Give that some thought. I think if you look at the races, I think on the GOP side, mm-hmm. Rubio is the chosen one. Okay. okay. Uh, I think that there's a certain power center, the Bush family, who really wanted Jeb. That uh, And he, he's, he's botched it beyond belief at this point. That Texas, Florida, Arkansas, mm-hmm. that, that southern kind of mafia, right? Right. That, that, that the Clintons and the Bushes are kind of in charge of and who ruled us for so long. Um, I, I I think that that uh, they they want Rubio. To Rubio win. is the next candidate. Um, yeah, super young, super well spoken dude. I will say that for him. And perfect puppet, right? Um, and like Bill Clinton, kind of, you can snap your fingers and he's on, and then snap your fingers and he's off, right? <laughs> he's, uh, he's he's like a clapper. Yeah, <laughs> uh, clap you've seen Parks and Recreation, right? Yeah, not all of it. Okay, you know but, there's yeah. there's one there's one uh, a, a scene in that point where they're talking to a candidate who's running for some sort of election and he's just sitting there looking forward like looking like he's just Bill Clinton? No, he's just the the candidate the candidate is sitting there in a room by himself looking forward like not talking to anybody, not right. thinking, not doing anything but staring into space. Like he's a blank slate who's memorized his stump speech and speech and that's it. <laughs> And April has fun making fun of him and stuff like that. Anyway, but but there's a video that you should watch of Bill Clinton one time. And he's doing the exact same. It's an outtake from him doing like PSAs and like TV spots, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just him sitting with a blank expression on his face. Like no life behind the eyes. Right. And then they say action. And he's like, oh, I'm Bill Clinton, right? Right. And then. They cut, and then he goes right back to that. Just like a puppet. <laughs> just Like nothing. Like, yeah. Anyway. Um, One of our greatest presidents, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I just th- ask Monica. I, I honestly think that, that uh, Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump are someone's way of sub- subverting the system of the DNC and the GOP. 
Yeah. It, it legitimate and because I, I don't trust them, I don't trust either one of them. Um, yeah. Nor should you. They have. They are men who have who have gotten themselves into um, a a a position of incredible political power. Yeah. And men like that are never ever to be trusted, ever. Um, unless your last name is Bush, <laughs> or Underwood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the people's president, man. Um, Speaking of that, renewed for season five. I'm so bummed. Yeah, I couldn't be more bummed. Ugh. Anyway. Um, Even though I want more Underwood. Yeah. Because I have Underwood for Underwood. Yeah. But uh, I'm not thrilled. Anyway. I know about mid-season five, I'm going to be sitting there going, this is walking dead bull tripe awfulness. Yeah, yeah. You know it's going to happen. Sorry, sidebar. No, that's that's quite all right. So I honestly think that that's, that's what it is. It's, yeah. That's why we're seeing, you know, Bernie Somebody Sanders behind the Donald scenes Trump. is like, you know what? I'm tired of listening to the GOP. Tired of exactly. listening to the NC. I'm done with it. Yeah, screw you. I don't need to go through you. Have a Donald Trump. Yeah. Have a Bernie Sanders. Exactly. And see how it goes. Exactly. And they're actually getting support, mm-hmm. which early on no one thought they would. Which, if you think about it, was probably a party line anyways. Like that whole, oh, Donald Trump, you'll never make it. You yeah. Because even he said in his speeches, you know, I, I'm told all the time I would never make it in Iowa. I don't. I'm sure he was. I'm yeah. sure when he calls the GOP headquarters, they're like, eh, we really don't think. You know, because because he's that outside fringe, you know. Special interest of, I mean, come on, like a dude who's that rich, like he didn't just make all that money, you know. It, if it was that easy to make that much money in in, in a free market economy, you'd have it, and I'd have it, and everybody'd have it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that that type of money comes from power and political influence. Yeah. It, anyways. Yeah. You know, same thing for Sanders. He, he's he's behind all that hippie, you know, anti-war stuff, all the '60s stuff that he's done. Like you know, th- th- those are powerful influences. Mm-hmm. You know. So, anyways. Good points, Matt. I'm going to give that some thought. Yeah, uh, as we're want to do on this show. And I, I think, I, yeah, I think, <laughs> especially the stuff on the Democratic side. I'm sorry, but every candidate, like they clear, like I said last week on the show, like they cleared the field for her, for Hillary. For Hillary. Oh yeah, so that she could just walk into the thing. The fact that except Joe, for O'Malley, the fact o- O'Malley, what is, uh, whatever it is, Martin O'Malley, yeah, uh, Jim Webb, or Michael. <laughs> I thought it was Michael. No, it's Martin. Martin okay. O'Malley, Jim Webb, and Bernie Sanders, right? Um, like what all, a fantastic all these, ticket. All these outside, these outside people. I, for one, am stumped uh, as to who I'm going right. to vote for. Well, they cleared the field for You know, Joe, Joe Biden probably could have made a decent run at it. I mean, who's in the Democratic field right now? Like, he's the incumbent vice president. Like, right. He already has tremendous name recognition. He's running basically off the Obama campaign. He would have the endorsement of the president and probably a, a huge portion of the party. From what I recall is virtually scandal-free. Like, I don't, I don't really... Uh, yeah, I mean... Like, and, he hasn't... And done everything, anything to everything be a household na- negative name. Exactly. Everything that's out there about him right now is making fun of his foibles, right? Mm-hmm. He's kind of the he's he's the he's the clumsy grandfather type. Right. Okay. Right. Uh which now would you know, in the middle of the apocalypse, you know, <laughs> we could use a clumsy grandfather type to, you know <laughs> Right. To hang out with maybe, us for maybe four fall years. onto a red button before he should or something. <clears throat> anyway, but but Donald Trump, let's get this shit over with. But it became it was if you remember like six months ago it was almost a scandal because people were like okay Joseph, Mr. What's Biden, the Mr. Vice President, how how come you haven't how come you haven't launched an exploration committee like how come you how come you're not taking the first steps to becoming a candidate and he was like and and it became like a a, a thing because it's very rare for the for the vice president 
of the incumbent vice president not to try and run, right? Al Gore did it after eight years. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, George Bush did it after four years. McCain, was, right? Wasn't he a vice president or no? No, McCain was never a vice president. I don't know why I thought um, that. It was uh, George Bush um, from 84 to 88. And then, uh, yeah, it was Al Gore. I can't remember who's Wait, Who was Bush's vice president then? Herbert Walker. The he first, was he was his Bush? running mate though, right? The first Bush? No, second Bush. W? Um uh Dick Cheney. That's right. That's right. And Dick Cheney, the reason why he didn't run after after he was elected is because he had so much negative press. Because there was so well, yeah, much he shot shit a dude, on him. didn't he? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he shot a dude and then that dude apologized to him. That he shot a dude <laughs> and then the dude called a press conference. Yeah. After he had healed from being shot in the face by the vice president to apologize to the vice president for getting in the way actually happened. Uh, what a great time to be alive, Matt. What a great time to be alive. We'll uh, give that some thought. We will continue giving that some thought uh, here in just a moment. After these messages. After, <laughs> as they say, after these messages. Donald Trump's, Bernie Sanders, the people behind the scenes, mm-hmm. you know, they know what's going on. They know all about it. They know what's going on. We took an intermission, uh, <laughs> and a, a couple of interesting things happened. Um, Matt refilled my drink. That's why we took the intermission. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought to you again, uh, once again, by Sailor Jerry's. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what did you call this, Matt? What is So Matt goes in there to, to refill, and he says, I don't have any more Coke or Pepsi, whatever it is. Yeah, it's Pepsi. So, and he, and he brings back a very, very golden drink, and I'm very concerned because, yeah. I mean, there's about three inches in there and maybe four ice cubes, and I'm like, if this is solid rum, like, I'm going to get laid out on yeah. this. Like, what is... It does look like kind of like solid rum. It's not. It's 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 the normal amount of rum in there, and then whatever was left of the Pepsi plus some water. No? Well, mine tastes fine. quite a bit. Tastes mine. Is mine any different? I mean, it's, it looks like the Maybe same Maybe I put more color. water in it in yours. Or more water in mine. That does taste lighter. Maybe you should go put some more water Matt's, in yours. Matt's trying to get laid. He's trying <laughs> to get me drunk. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and, and, and as well, we had a visitor stop by, uh, Alex Jones, a friend of the show. Yeah. Been on the show before. Um, he, he, you know, we thought we'd just have him sit down for a second and have a few things to say, as he typically does. Alex Jones, of course, from the Alex Jones radio program mm-hmm. uh, from Infowars.com, a very knowledgeable individual. Um, he, he said he'd like to sit down here for a second and, a man and who's just talk to Matt. And a man ready to die. Oh, there he is. Okay. Oh, that's that's an awfully hard thing to say when you're Mr. Like, Jones you're first um, sitting down. We were just talking about the well, it's election. It's going to take blood and a revolution to fix things. Wow. No, no, I'm told I, I'm on board, but maybe just slow down a little bit. Maybe maybe just we, we start I'll be off. honest with you. Okay. Well, why don't you be honest with us? Go ahead. Uh, Mr. Uh, M- M- Mr. Jones, what do you have? Uh, the globalist of the new world order. Okay. Well, I mean, what? he seems to have a man full of answers here. Okay, what, you uh, talk about the globalists and we talk about, you know, okay, we'll explain. We are in deep trouble no it's absolutely right he's absolutely right yeah and he just said it right there yeah yeah we're in deep all trouble hell is about to break loose now hold on now hold on okay now mr jones if i can just interject uh, here okay. uh okay yeah just let me interject here he said we're deep trouble and that what what that means the deep state yeah okay. well 
the 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 men behind the men behind Circus the men. Circus Maximus. Okay. Exactly. Okay. The ringmasters. Who are the real ringmasters in this circus? The FBI is going to go public. Uh, what? Well, uh, who, exactly. the, who the real ringmasters are? Well, but I just want you to know this is a very serious broadcast. Well, we know no, that, yeah, Mr. Jones. I mean, we know that, Mr. Jones. It's, it's not uh... Bernie Sanders. Okay. Okay. So Bernie Sanders is going to go public. You've with... got huge global developments. Yeah, okay. No, I, I, I agree. So far, Matt, are you on board? We saw the huge he's... globes. It was on Super Bowl. Beyonce was shaking, shaking the globes. I think... <laughs> huge globes. Huge globes. The super elites, that's what they call themselves. Okay. So he. I think he's on to something here. Yeah, yeah. What What else, uh, uh, Mr. Jones, is there anything that, that you think that we can do? Who, who is their... Uh... They are not generals. No? Okay, I agree. I agree. Okay. So they're, they're not, not generals. They're good people. Well, just a second ago, you said that they they were the globalists in the New World Order. I'm, I'm not sure exactly. Even if you're a sociopath. Well, I agree. Okay. Well, they're good yeah. people if you're a sociopath, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I think I'd appreciate that. Have you not been being honest with us so Unbelievable. Far? Yeah, I agree. Okay. We have the lowest approval rating ever for Congress and government in general, probably only about 45%. Okay. How does that? I don't see how that. It's is. a dangerous trick. Yeah, what's the trick though? The media lying. Okay, well, well the media lying is the trick being played well, on the very. They just show up and just know all about it. Okay, okay, no, I agree. I, I think he's got uh, experts and scientists conferring. Okay, no, he's onto something here, Matt. I think uh, if we dig just a little he's, bit deeper. Yeah. Um, they're good people. No, you said that already. I, I understand that. What exactly? Uh, they're good people, Mr. Jones. What do you think? I win. Um. Okay, Mr. Jones, you really haven't told us anything about uh, 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 the. Okay, so the people of New Hampshire. Yes. Like, tell us about the people of New Hampshire. We're the closest to nuclear war we've no, no, ever no, no, been. No, 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 Mr. Jo Mr. Mr. Jones, I asked you not about. Tell us. We're, we're coming up on the, on the New Hampshire primary. Right. Tell yeah, us about the, the people. Days, tell yeah. us about the people of New Hampshire. Like rotten milk. No. Oh, whoa. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know if that's. Uh, quite They're going to destroy the country. Uh, by. Hmm. <coughs> okay. They're, well, he, well, I think what you mean, Mr. Jones, is that they're going to destroy the country by burning, voting for Bernie Sanders. It's fun, and, and I still want to do it. Well, there He's you go. Talking about sex, there. <laughs> talking about sex, right? I mean, everything is sex. We received very serious death threats. Okay. Wow, that sounds very serious. Mm -hmm. Not sure what he's onto here, but uh, just, just okay. Well, I frankly, he's been giving us nothing but. Sophisticated information stop. warfare. Shut, shut up! No, no, you stop! You stop! You stop, Mr. Jones. I've had okay. enough. Okay, okay, of you coming in here. We we asked you to be on the show. You know, we have many listeners. You, you know. drop by. We, we want we, just we want like you on the show. So they're you, led around no, no, by no, their no, noses. You, no, you, oh, I'm not led around by my nose. Okay, you're led around by your nose. Okay, okay. sir. Well, right. I just want you to know this is no, a very serious no, broadcast. This is a serious broadcast. We brought you on this broadcast so that we could help promote you and your show. Right. Okay? So right. That you could get it's a favor some, that we did for some, you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're going to destroy the country. No. 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 Okay. No, you're destroying the country by your attitude. Okay. Okay. Mr. Jones, you've 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 been you've been very rude. Answer Socialist and communist and some drug questions. dealers and scum. Uh, no, that's okay. Well, that's <laughs> what a lot of people are: socialists and communists and drug dealers and scum. We are in deep trouble. Well, I, I mean, he seems to have a point, Matt. I'm not sure. I don't think he's made a legitimate point yet. What that point is, but uh, no, 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 Mr. Mr. Jones, what do you think? Well, it's going to take blood and a revolution to fix things. 
what do you think of Bernie Sanders, Mr. 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 Jones? We're the closest to nuclear war we've ever been. Uh, I don't. I, uh, I think by any definition, you're as close to nuclear war as, as you've ever been. No, well, don't you think? Ready to die. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> we're gonna hold, hold on. Security. Yeah. Get Mr. Jones. He's yeah. obviously. Thank you. We've had plenty of. He's, uh, he's too drunk for rumcast. <laughs> and, and and it's it's hard to be too drunk for rumcast. Because uh, we're not. Uh, we're not. Mr. So Mr. Jones, you if go. you could just no, we're, you go. You don't get into this, Mr. Jones. We're, you know? We are going to continue drinking hey, and. Put, um, hey, Alex. They just show up and just know all about it. Well, that's what it's our it's our program, Mr. Jones. We're going to continue with it. And uh, do you have any, any part of it? Just one last. They're just, good people. Okay. Thank you for that, Mr. Jones. Thank you. We Everybody. Are. There you go. Okay. Yikes. Uh, every time that guy shows up, just a real treat. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Alex Jones, ladies and gentlemen, from InfoWars.com, the Alex yeah. Jones radio program. He was better last time he was on the program. He was, you know? yeah. Uh, well, maybe we'll get him on again. I don't know. He seemed, did you Did you notice, was there some, he was there a white substance? He, he I mean, seemed kind of high to me. Yeah, I'm not sure. He seemed like he was like unnaturally angry yeah. and like ang- like apprehensive. Like it's, yeah. You know. He Who was a little, jitter- little jittery. Uh-huh. Yeah. All signs. Yeah. As you, as you know, a current drug user and as myself, a former drug user, uh, th- these are not good signs. Yeah. So if there's a Mrs. Jones, uh, our our eagle call from Tripod would be to, you Your know. husband's on coke. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with a little toot to get you going, man, <laughs> as they say. You know, heard that from George Bush. Did you? But uh, <laughs> There's nothing wrong. Uh, how many times has coke been done in the White House, do you there's, there's nothing wrong with a little toot. Being done in the White House. Oh my God, it's so strong, man. It's fair policy. It's my George W. Bush is not very good. Yeah, it's really not. No. I had a pretty good George Bush back in the day impression when I used to do, when I used to like tape recordings of like <laughs> myself. Trying to be Paul Shanklin? Mm. Well, I, I, no, my idol growing up. Sean Hannity. From, from I, I understand what you're. What Yours you're was Rush Limbaugh, I'm sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was yeah. Rush. I go. listened to Rush. Yeah. Is he still? Does Rush oh, Limbaugh yeah. still oh, do? Oh yeah, he's still, he's still, he's still going strong. Yeah. Brought yeah. to you by Oxycontin. Yeah. Oxycontin. <laughs> because you're not enough of a fat lazy. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's got opiates in the house. Yeah. Now from the, uh, you know, from the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you this, Matt. I could see she she's not. She had them last time. She's not. Like there's, if I had to look and say, okay, someone at risk for for like a drug dependency or drug addiction, yeah, yeah. you know, she's very very low. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's nothing there for. Her. But she, I mean, it's easy to see how folks get hooked on this in yeah. terms of uh, uh like. Flesh out what I'm trying to say here in terms of. That being the new normal, like when you let any drug sort of fuel into being the new normal mm-hmm. because she I mean I'll tell you you know it says take every four hours you know that that's that's what her timeline is for the oxy that she yeah. has and I'll tell you what man at, at about 348 of those four hours she's like mm. and she takes out her phone and looks at the time and is like when can I take another one and it's like oh okay it's right now yeah you know and and it, because you know she's in that severe pain you know and, and, and stuff like that and so it's easy to see how somebody could get into a cycle of 
like if that's normal, just yeah. just bam, taking one like all the time, and then and then of course there's more, you know, because you're trying to increase what the pleasure receptors are are, are sort of firing off of and yeah. everything. But anyhow, <clears throat> yeah, my wife's got opiates in the house. Not going to touch those because yeah. I know how I am. Well, but, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, you you don't want to. Uh Number one, those are for her, and she needs them. I wouldn't say I've got a problem or anything, or that I necessarily like to, uh, like, I wouldn't say I, uh, truly appreciate a good buzz. You know, nothing, nothing outside of what, uh, what could be considered Mm -hmm. an excess. I wouldn't say that, uh, I wouldn't say that. (laughs) Yikes, Matt! How strong did you make that? I I just didn't put a whole lot of water into yours compared to mine. I put I no, you didn't. Mine. No, you didn't. A, didn't as the drinker of mine, I can vouch for that. Yeah. Um, Rumcast 2.0, ladies and gentlemen. This is from Politico.com. Getting to some more real stuff again. Thank you, Alex Jones, for for, for dropping by. Perhaps next time he'll yeah. be a little bit more. Well, he was kind of a dick this time. Well, isn't he always kind of a dick though, man? I mean, that's his dick. Yeah. He he has the the dick stick. That's that's, that's what he said. <laughs> Why did that make you laugh? Here know. you are on the last episode lecturing know. me about good comedy and good jokes, and and and, and I pop into dick stick, and you're you're over it's there giggling a, like a girl. It's, it's the like way a little the, girl. It's the way it sounds. Plus, probably the dick stick. I, I haven't I haven't said it yet, but it's got to be the way it feels in the mouth too. Say it. Dick shtick. There it is. Yeah, that's it's a good feeling in the mouth. It, isn't it though? Like there's some, like yeah, there's some of the some sometimes that that that, that <laughs> it feels good to yeah. like just you know yeah feel feel that curse word that naughty word in your mouth just rolling right off uh-huh. yeah one that one that really feels good obviously we all know it's 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 one curse word that really feels good oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you know which one I'm referring to? I am. I, I think, I think, I think so. even Louis C.K. has a bit about how good this word feels. Yeah, it yeah. does. And yeah, you you don't want to say it. No. Because... Well, you do. Because yeah. it feels so good. Yeah. And we but, haven't said it. But, but you don't. No. Because you're a polite gentleman. Not a c- Who sips on his rum. <sighs> Matt, what are you trying to do to me? From Politico. From Politico. I should read the middle one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Having trouble focusing on the screen. Addison Todd. My goodness. Okay, so the point of Rumcast, though, real quick, and we'll get into Politico. The point of Rumcasts, we should do these about every 10 episodes, <laughs> and then and then each one try and get drunker on that episode. Oh, so then people can look back and be like, "Oh yeah, Rumcast is one of my favorite episodes." And then like, "Oh, Rumcast number eight, though you guys, yeah, you guys are just a mess. <laughs> like, <laughs> we we need to call somebody or you something." Kept slurring. Matt yeah. wouldn't stop smoking, chain smoking cigarettes. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Which once I get to like seven, eight, nine drinks, uh-huh. I'm chain smoking. Like it that's just, what happens. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. since I've cut back on my drinking, like I've also cut back a lot on smoking. That's good. Which man. is good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I've actually been contemplating getting an e-cigarette, but I don't know. Well, there you go. I, I mean, it, 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 in its in its originality, it's a nicotine cessation device. Yeah. So I mean, and even even now, like like that technology hasn't come that far. So you're you're pretty much stuck with patch, lozenge, or or an e-cig. Yeah. 
Those are about your only options. Yeah. Or cold turkey and let your balls drop. I don't know. I don't know. Cold turkey would be hard. But but oh, you've done you've done other things. Cold turkey. You you, you oh, seem sure. to be a man who appreciates a good personal challenge. Yeah. 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 Uh, cigarettes are hard though, man. Anyway, uh, what, what, what were you saying? Uh, yeah, from Politico. Ron Paul. Ted Cruz is no libertarian. Mm. What? Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know Ted Cruz had been calling himself a libertarian. Well, not only that, but um, notice this is from Ron Paul, not Rand Paul. This is this is Father Ron. Yeah. Uh, you know, believe that you were a supporter once upon a time. Big Daddy Ron. Yeah, believe that I was. I believe that he is sort of the... Uh, the the poster child for sort of the libertarian movement mm. of folks our age and that sort of thing, and now they're all into Bernie Sanders. Yeah, at, like at, you know, as if that it's a suitable fix. You know, mm-hmm. you need your Ron Paul, and you you know you're going to give yourself a shot of a shot of uh, Bernie Sanders. That's not going to fix it. Yeah. Now that Rand Paul is out of the race for the White House, his father, Ron Paul, who ran in 2008 and 2012, isn't impressed by Ted Cruz's attempts to pick up the free market libertarian banner. You take a guy like Cruz, people are liking the Cruz. They think he's for the free market, and in reality, he's owned by Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. I mean, he and Hillary have more in common than we would have with either Cruz or Trump or any of them, so I just don't think there there is much picking, Paul said at the Texas Center on Fox Business, Varney and Company on Friday. Surprisingly, the elder Paul, <laughs> elder Paul, I like that, <laughs> like a wizard term. Surprisingly, the elder Paul seemed more attracted to the views of Vermont Senator Bernie. Okay, what the fuck? Don't know if I like where this article's heading. Of the Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, who was giving Hillary Clinton a run for her money in the Democratic Party. On occasion, Bernie comes up with libertarian views when he talks about taking away the cronyism on Wall Street. So in essence, he's right, and occasionally he voted against the war. Against war, the former Texas congressman said when he asked if there was a candidate who was truly for the free market, quote, it's hard to find anybody, since Rand is out of it, anybody that would take a libertarian position, hardcore libertarian position on privacy, on the war issue, and economic policy. And I totally agree with him, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's that's the state I find myself in because I'm libertarian on those issues in particular. Yeah. Quote, so I always say you can search for a long time, but you're not going to find anybody in the Republican or Democratic primary that even slightly comes close to ever being able to claim themselves a libertarian, he concluded. There you are. Words from our founding father, Ron Paul. Yeah. Matt, your thoughts? Uh, I don't. I, I think he's right. I don't think that there is a yeah, libertarian candidate um, in this race uh, because I think that the people um, – I think the libertarian movement has kind of come and gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there are a lot of libertarians out there still, for sure. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a movement that could come back, but I, I think this this piece in general, specifically, is trying to cherry-pick what Ron Paul is saying in order to paint an appeal to his to his to Ron Paul's former supporters. Sort of the anti-Cruz slant. Yeah. Slant. Um, to order to paint Rand Paul... But I'm sorry, not Rand Paul, but Bernie Sanders as legitimate Contender. replacement yeah. for Ron Paul not. in their lives, and he's not. Yeah, um, and I think most uh, I think most libertarians realize that. Yeah, because from what I have gathered, at least, well, especially on like the finan- fun- financial overhaul, like Bernie Sanders right. has been hitting that, you know, like you know. Getting finances in order and that sort of thing, and, and then and you broke that down on the show, though, and and that's what I'm saying. I think libertarians have that knack for. I'm going to look 
a, a one step further behind yeah. this. Like, yeah. where's the money really going? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I think they kind of, and that's why they have sort of that conspiracy theory hat. You know, people think libertarian and they think, you know, that character Fringe. from season one of House of Cards that yeah. he goes out and smokes drugs with, you know, like he's just like, you know, sort of batty and not really all there yeah. and maybe believes, you know, some weird stuff. But, um, yeah, there there are no no candidates that that embody my views. That's yeah. for sure. And now Rand Paul has has dropped out, right? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, because he was he was probably the last person that. It's one of those things where if you see the name on the ballot, you'd be like, "That's not a total waste of a vote." He yeah. was probably that last one for me. Yeah, he really was. Yeah, for me too. Um, right now, it's it, like there's nobody. Man. Yeah. I mean, I I like Trump. I probably just throw it at Gary Johnson. <clears throat> I, I like I like Trump, but that's only because he's entertaining. <laughs> I, I like him for the. But entertaining is not a good president, man. I, I I like him because he's given me so many more more new memes, so many great memes. Is Donald Trump? So mm-hmm. I don't know. But the rest of them can all go to hell. For all <laughs> I care, they're not really doing anything important. Yeah. Um, so you want to talk about this Super Bowl ad thing, <coughs> this Doritos thing? Is this interesting to you at all? Yeah, we can give it I've a little the, bit of I've thought. I've got the tweet in front of me here. Um, now, apparently, because I pulled up an article from Politico about it, apparently they they had problems with like all the ads. Um, like and 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 then and then like called out people they thought did a good job, like great job, Michael Walter showing women athletes and emphasizing how hard they work instead of treating them like objects. Uh, Snickers, what was up with that commercial? Transphobic and implies women okay with being objectified as long as they have snacks. Like, which is like yeah. that one that we saw with the Marilyn Monroe. Like, they seem to, it just seems to be like, hey, way out. Like, hey, axe to grind. Like, give it a rest. No. It's a big game. People don't give a shit. That, that it, is it, exactly what it is. It's buy Doritos and drink Pepsi. Yeah. Like, that's, but we'll get into the one. That's one of the things that they, I don't think that they realized is the fact that you can only make yourself look like a fool by criticizing them, right? Right. You're 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 going to solidify your small base of fans that you have. They're going to solidify solidify behind you and agree with you anyway. But there's still a small band of fans. Yeah. Um. I guess they've the controversy helps you make your name, so they've kind of made their name a little bit. But uh, and that's that's really what they're all about. They're trying to make their name and they're trying to. to to be the be the uh, be the controversy of the twenty fifth or twenty sixteen Super Bowl, but uh, honestly, who who cares? Who cares? No, yeah. like it's supposed to be something for funny. And guess what? Funny offends. Right. Real yes, funny offends somebody somewhere all the time. If you're going to be actually funny, you are going you are going to offend somebody somewhere. All the time, no matter what you say, to be funny. Yeah, somebody. Somebody, no matter can, how small or big of a group that is, somebody is going to be able to take what you said and make offense yeah. and Which be is offended by it. Hardly anybody listens to this show because they're exactly. so offended. Yeah, because yeah. they're hilarious. Because of all the funny we bring, yeah. you know, we offend across the spectrum of groups, mm-hmm. uh, all colors, creeds, religions, us, uh, uh, orientations, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. gender uh, spectrums. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh we IQ spectrums we 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 offend and oh yeah well, I mean we well the retards hate us yeah <laughs> you know and so do the super intelligent and so, so do, what's that so do the Melvins the what's Melvins and the Tards hate us yep yeah um you know it's 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 uh it's it's one of those things where they can only 
yeah, I, I, I don't get why you would even bring it up. Like, if you're offended by it, fine. But guess what? There's a, there's a billion people around the world who are watching and who aren't offended by it. Yeah. And they think it's hilarious. And just think, oh. And they're going to, yeah, they're thinking, taking me joke. But the whole, I mean, the, the main crux of this article. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to play the ad. Okay. We watched it, and, and you know you can look it up. It's the 2016 Doritos Super Bowl commercial. The dad uh, in a waiting room and the mom giving the ultrasound. And there's your beautiful baby. Any day now. Really? You're eating Doritos? Mm. He's yeah. eating Doritos on my ultrasound. Yeah. Do you see what I have to do? I know. And the baby's following the Dorito in the womb. Obviously. And of course she has the baby because the baby wants those damn Doritos. She grabbed the Dorito and threw it away. Yeah. And 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 the baby's like going to get the Dorito. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) and here's what Nayral Nayral Nayral, however you say it, tweeted. National Abortion Rights Action League, which Maybe it's just my upbringing or my, my, my sort of my conservative roots or the fact that my parents like were against this stuff so hardcore when I was growing up. But like, that just gives me the heebie-jeebie. Like, abortion rights? Well, they're superheroes, right? <laughs> they think they are. No, it's Action League. <laughs> Every time I've heard of an Action League, it's always been an Action League filled with superheroes. Right. So um, I'm thinking like no, I'm thinking like who the tweet who does tweet this is Wonder Woman right right <laughs> this is soup is this well, Supergirl an abortion rights a- a- action league uh, what, 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 what do you think Speculum Man uh-huh. um um Smock Woman yeah and yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Rosie the Riveter oh she's she wow. she's in the feminist action league wow uh yeah. let's see Rosie the Rit- Riveter um Hillary Clinton's alter ego oh right, there you go uh, yeah uh. Uh, Debbie Wasserman, D- Debbie Wasserman Schultz, man. There you go. Which uh, I think is hilarious. And and uh, Ryan, Ryan, if you're listening, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, man. I mean, come on. He embodies all the powers of Debbie Wasserman Schultz, only in a superhero form. Uh-huh. Like how c- that is the dark horse of the Democratic. That is the dark. That is that is the 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 biggest evil that the DNC could ever spawn is Debbie Wasserman Schultz, man. Mm. And hopefully Ryan gets that. Anyway. Hopefully. Uh, okay. National Abortion Rights Action League seems a little. It just. It just kind of makes I, my skin crawl just a little bit because of how controversial of an issue it is. You know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. like I feel like if you're if you're pro-abortion for whatever reason, either that's what you believe or you've had somebody personally affected by, it, so be it. You know what I mean? Like that that that's your view. Great. And and if you're against it, same reason. If if you believe that life begins at conception and it's 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 ending a human life. So be it. You know, it's it's. Yeah. When did it stop being a fucking free country where you can believe that kind of stuff? Now we get this action league. Like, really? What an action league to convince people abortion's okay? I I guess yeah. that's a personal decision from the ground up, anyways, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I, I I don't know anybody who's been up for an abortion or who's had the opportunity to maybe even get an abortion and thought to themselves, oh well, let's see what what sort of the, the the mass media says about it like yeah you know, it's a very private very very like you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know if i want this pregnancy maybe i should get on twitter and see what uh, right. random people you know have I mean? to say like I, I, I don't know anyways that's just me that's just my thought on on these folks but here's their tweet after that that doritos ad. <laughs> hashtag not buying it 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've come out very strong here at the beginning. Uh, that Doritos ad using hashtag anti-choice, okay, tactic of humanizing fetuses yeah. and sexist tropes of dads as clueless and moms as uptight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's the tweet. Well, first off... Uh, it is a classic comedy trope. Dad, dads are clueless and moms are uptight? Yes, yeah. it's a classic never comedy a, trope. Never met, a, never met a dad that was clued in. Yeah. I never met a mom that wasn't uptight. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you look at... Stereotypes for a reason. Yeah. Like my dad always used to say growing up, stereotypes are there for a reason, son. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm, yeah. Turns it, out the old man was on to something. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of true sometimes. Because yeah. you're dealing with a familial unit, okay? Mm-hmm. Which... A woman in a familial unit, right, in a family, mm-hmm. the woman has the strongest biological urge to keep that together yep. because she's the nester. She's the, 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 I mean, she's, you know. Except for the stay-at-home dads, man. Well, except for those stay-at-home dads, those damn feminists, uh, they're doing they're doing the world a service. Thumbs up to you, boys. <laughs> keep at it, you fucking cucks. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Rumcast 2.0 is is really turning into a great episode. Mm. Anyway, uh, the you know, so and and kicks like a mule, right? And, and, <laughs> and so we we're talking about this, this, an affair of the home, right? Yeah. So it's and centered around the family. So a woman, when it comes to family stuff, a woman naturally is more protective and uptight about it because that's her. Life and biologically, now whether or not that's what she's made her life about the family, biologically she has an urge to nest and take care of a familial unit. Yeah, okay? and in terms of pregnancy, so uh, guess who's more physically invested? Precisely, uh, I don't know the woman. Precisely, you know, um, like no, no matter what I felt about my wife's recent pregnancy when she just had the kid, I'm never going to be as close as she is. Yeah, so she, uh, so <laughs> obviously, never going to be my body. Obviously, she's going to be thinking about it more. Uh huh. And be more stressed out about it, and therefore be more uptight. Right. And a man, maybe not knowing as much about it, right, is going to be clueless. No. He's going to be a little bit unaware of what's actually going on. Yeah. Right. During a pregnancy. To be fair, though, I've never eaten Doritos at an ultrasound. Well, you know, uh, you're not you're not average American. You're not an average American Joe. You yeah. know, you uh, you're cut from a better cloth. <laughs> you know. Um, Thank you, Matt. But. Uh, uh, yeah, I said better, not the best. At <laughs> the Armani of cloths. Yeah, the Armani of cloth is called the Quay. Yeah, I'm sort of a Levi's. Anyway, um, yeah. Or so regular. tropes are there for a reason, right? Yeah. And these, this group has taken this. What and newsflash, every ad plays off of them. Yeah. With it, with its men and women, mm-hmm. interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm. whatever it is, like. That's what ads are supposed to do. They're supposed yep. to be like, oh, yeah, that is how it really is. I think I'll buy yeah. Doritos or Mountain Dew or whatever it is. Yeah. You know? Uh, even even the Amy Schumer, Seth Rogen ad for Bud Light we watched, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a whole 30-second commercial that's a pre-commercial for the actual commercial yeah. with Amy Schumer and Seth Rogen where they're gearing up, they're getting dressed, right? Yeah. And they gear up for like 15 seconds and then it shows the two of them. Amy Schumer is dressed head to toe, ready to go. Seth Rogen is still getting his Spanx on at that point. <laughs> yeah. Right? And he's like, "Can you lotion the center of my back?" Or exactly. Is? That is an anti-trope. Yeah, but it's still played off of a trope. Yeah. So they're still bringing trope into it. 
Yeah. The, the the fact that the woman takes forever to get dressed, the man is ready to go at a moment's notice. Right. Well, they're they're flipping that right, and so shouldn't they be offended? Even though they're flipping it, mm-hmm. shouldn't this group be offended the by the that fact the that they're there. still using yeah. a stereotype to build a joke off of? Yeah. It's, no, it's these Nate folks probably laugh their asses off at Seth Rogen and Amy Schumer. Yeah. And and I and I for one. Say, how dare they? Yeah, they probably said, uh, good for Amy, yeah. because, you know, yeah. she's a woman of a certain weight who is not ashamed. <laughs> I think she's like 130 pounds. She's not that much. Uh, you know, she, she said she in an interview one time? She, she's average. She's camera fat, well, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's camera fat. I'm sure she's a very attractive in person, too, and I and I totally would just because she's a comedy crush. But but also, but, dude, dude, <laughs> ch- chicks. My wife's going to hate this. Chicks around her size. Oh no, dude! I know. I'm. That's the I, that's the premium. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's right. That's the perfect amount of cushion for the pushing. Uh, no, I agree. I totally yeah. agree. But anyways, so thick a- and soft. You know, Amy Schumer said in an interview one time because she gets now, and I, this is a sidebar, and we'll get back to Nayroll. I don't think Amy Schumer is that exceptional of a comedian. No, she's not. And she, I, I think she's she's stolen a lot of jokes that's come out. I know recently. She's becoming the Dane Cook of of comedians. She really is. But anyways, I think she's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know, I've watched yeah. some of her hours and stuff. Get a mm-hmm. chuckle out of it. Enjoy it. Um, but she gets a lot of this sort of, uh, you know, uh, um feminist and oh you talk about like sucking dicks and stuff you know like that sort of sort of yeah yeah in the media that's what she gets a lot of Mm. and in an interview like she said something about uh somebody asked her about i don't remember what it was about something about um feminism or feeling some way about your body or body image kind of you know that whole kind of tumblr nonsense yeah and and uh yeah this week in tumblr nonsense and she 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 basically just said which which this is what makes me think that there's a little bit of talent there anyways because she kind of comes up with this sort of stuff on the fly Mm -hmm. but she she was like she was like i'm 138 pounds and i can catch a dick whenever i want it (laughs) and i was like i was like there you go it's there true. You go. It's just, true. Just you know, because all all these super fat people think that you have to be super thin to like sleep with somebody. And no, it's like nah, it's not. No. no, like 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 Louis C.K. has that bit. No, oh my God, where he yeah. says, you know, he's like, he's like, you know, it's free if you're smart. There's ugly people out there, and if you feel bad, you all feel bad. If you feel bad, you can go right out there and fuck one of them if you want. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, yeah, they're out there. You yeah. know. Nobody sleeps down. Yeah. Nobody. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. No, it's true. Where were we? Yeah. Nayroll, uh, and then also the part that we didn't talk about, the humanizing fetuses, like, that just seems so skin-crawling. Like, like I would think that, I don't know, if anything, if anything, the, the argument should be that people are dehumanized. Like, I don't know, like, how dare you humanize, like, what? Yeah. Like, it just seems so well, like whole, it's something that's so normal like ha- having had two kids myself like do you know what the ultrasound process is mm-hmm. for a wanted pregnancy i mean I, I hate to even phrase it that way but like we wanted both of our kids you know the, the first one was a surprise anyways but obviously abortion was never on the table but 
we're in there in the thing, and it's like, oh, that's a baby. That's yeah. a human being that we'll meet one day. Yeah. You know, like there was no, it didn't even exist. Yeah. Like, I don't, like one, one day, that tadpole inside of your wife exactly. will sit across from you and will say something to you, and it will blow your fucking mind, <laughs> and you will be aghast, mm-hmm. and you will say to yourself, oh my God, that thing came from my balls. <laughs> that thing came from my balls and her vajayjay. Yep, and now it's sitting here arguing with me. And now it's sitting here making me rethink my life. Yeah, now it's sitting here wanting to get an earring and listening to rap music. And now I'm like, okay, <laughs> because I said so, that's why. And because right. you've made me, you've blown my mind and made me rethink my life, my only comeback is because I said so, yep. because I'm the dad. Because daddy's right. Because I pay the bills around here. Yeah. In my house. In in my house. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> No, it's true, man. Like I, the, the to the whole process, I can't even. And again, I can't imagine thinking on the opposite side of things. Like, oh, it's just a fetus. Like, yeah. No, the whole process was, oh, that's a baby. Like even even when you go in super early, because you'll go in super early for like a checkup and stuff. And and they'll only listen to the heartbeat yeah. super early because they just can't pick it up. You know, they'll listen to the heartbeat or whatever, and it's like it's like, oh, that's that's a human being. Yeah. That that'll be here one day. It's not it's not fully formed yet. And I realized that, you know, and stuff. But even, I mean, like four months ago, three months ago, they told us about, you know, oh, hey, the, the kidney looks enlarged. It's like, oh, really? It has a kidney? And it's not, yeah. like, that seems pretty humanized organically. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to humanize that fetus. Yeah. If they're telling me four months before the baby is going to take its first breath that, 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 oh, here's the kidneys and here's this, and like they're checking for certain things. Like so they can tell you, oh hey, it'll probably have this when it comes out, or this might be a concern. Like it seems pretty humanized on its own. I don't need to humanize that fetus, quote unquote, any more than than anything. You know. I think the problem they have is because as a culture and as a society, we become so disconnected from the truth that we can that 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 great truth, okay, that the thing growing inside. Your wife's belly for nine months, and then now has made now has made an interest uterus, in the world. But, yeah. Okay, uterus, yeah. Elsie <laughs> uh, yeah. Grace, like she went from mm-hmm. from from like, secretions of you and your wife's body <laughs> to yeah. a a child, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 I th- the truth. And it's the same kind of growth the, process. Like now she's a baby that can't lift her head. Yeah. Well, in a, a year from now, I'll be like, "Hey, dude, she's about to walk." You know, and or, in five you know. years from now, she'll be talking and asking you questions that you will only be able to say because because that's the way it is. Now <laughs> shut the fuck up and drink you <laughs> drink your apple juice, okay? Right. right. Like so 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 basically, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that the people who who think like that that yeah. you know they're they're making this this fetus out to be a human. They become so disconnected from the truth, the truth that this is a human. Yeah. This is a part yeah. of you. And just because it is growing inside of your body doesn't it make it a different it, process. Doesn't make it simply a product of your body. It's not simply a product of your body. Like a tumor. Like a tumor or a turd. <laughs> okay? Use a turd. Or a, or a teardrop or some snot. Drinking the turds. It's a, this is a child. It's a person. It's not just a product of your body. Yeah. Because in 18 years, that poop won't bring a black guy home. That turd <laughs> won't bring a black guy home. And you're saying my daughter will. I'm saying your daughter probably will, yeah. Bringing a black guy home to 
mouse. Only by I think by the time she's fifteen or sixteen or maybe seventeen, she'll realize how much that would be a dig to you, yeah. and she'll do it on purpose. She'll realize what a, what a douche her dad is, and she'll be like, "Yeah, all right, getting back My at dad's this." Dad's a racist, right? Getting getting back at this old who's been yeah. in my life the whole time. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I'm not sure who, who, or what ethnicity your daughter would date. I'm sure she'll she'll date a good man and marry a good man, no matter who it is, across whatever races. Not to offend anybody. Sorry, Nambla. Sorry, Narla. Whatever it is, uh, I don't care you, about you. You do realize uh, that they uh, fetuses are children. They're people. I'm sorry, but uh, but life begins at conception. I'm saying it right now on this podcast. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You uh, have it. From the suburban wizard himself. Coming is a responsibility. Oh, okay. Where you put it yeah. and what you do with, with, with your man there energy. There's only sex. That's right. That's right, Robert California. <laughs> no, there's only story. Sex is Everything ancillary. is sex. No, there's only story. Sex is ancillary. Anyway. Boom. Roasted. I'm surprised as drunk as we are, we haven't had more fun with this soundboard. I was this just thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> like, why haven't? Yeah, thinking the same exact thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is that pretty much it? I think it is. I felt like I was going to say something else, but anyways, yeah. No, I don't, I don't get the process of dehumanizing. Like, even yeah. the, the whole process, man. I've been through it. I've been through it. My mm-hmm. wife is pregnant, right? We we just delivered our. Our our second beautiful child, you know, yeah. and and dehumanizing. No, if 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 you're normal and 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 right in the head and mm-hmm. and going into it with with no preconceived notions of this isn't what it naturally is, you know, yeah. then, then it's perfectly humanized on its own. Yeah, you know, they show you from the very earliest pictures. Oh, there's little hands. There's little feet. There's mm-hmm. a, oh, you're sucking their thumb. You know, like pretty normal. Pretty yeah. normal. Until, you know, at, at, like even now, it's one thirty-seven, about to go home, and and um, I'm sure before long she'll be getting up to eat, and she'll just be a little crying <laughs> bag, <laughs> because that's what she does. A little pooping, drinking <laughs> bag. Let's uh, uh, let's 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 leave the listener with this head trip. I, I was just thinking, uh, how crazy is it that before an infant. Mm-hmm. Even discovers the tit, or even knows what it is, they're sucking their thumb. Like boom. they're roasted. <laughs> they're practicing for the boob. Yeah, no, it's true. They're practicing to nurse, and they like they don't even know it yet. But their their evolution, biology. Yeah, no, they has they, given they're them sucking to, on something. Yeah. Has given them the urge to suckle, <laughs> even while they're still in the womb. Well, and it's funny because I forgot how much th- this happened with with the first one because he's two now and is like mm-hmm. no i don't want broccoli i want macaroni and cookies dad yeah like he's he's a dick of his own of his own uh his own doing yeah but uh i forgot how much they like she, you know she's a couple days old i was holding her today you know and and i mean they'll 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 open their mouths and they're just like just fill it just give it to just put it in my mouth need to eat like they don't they don't care about about anything in that moment like they, they do don't that, that weird head shake bowel it's yeah. like like they're just like dude oh, when, when oh. like when she, she was doing that in my arms today like nigh a few hours ago and i'm i'm, I'm, just I'm searching like, for I'm like it. man when they get hungry they they don't give a shit about nothing yeah like they they, they will try to suck they don't anything. care what time it is 
or or what uh, what's in their diaper. They can have, they can have the the poopiest poop filled diaper, and it, boy, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's time to eat, son, and that's what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. And that I mean, they they just like ah, like that's all they care about. You know. Anyways, enjoying being a dad for the second time, <laughs> <laughs> and we're trying to also. So uh, I'm surprised you haven't asked this, but uh, Lucas, Justin, quite well. Is Justin he? quite well. Yeah, we've we've taken measures to because uh, we don't want him to think at all that that sort of excuse me. Even though she sort of demands a little bit more, like we don't want him to think at all that she's somehow more important or anything like yeah. that. We don't want any of that second kid kind of syndrome. Um, so we've taken some precaution for that. But if he, he were uh, old, if he, I would say, if he were older, yeah, like four or five, I would say that it, it would be important to solidify the fact. In his mind, that he needs to take a back seat for right now, yeah, because it's a new baby, yeah. But he's two, but he's he's not there yet, so he right. doesn't really understand well, like, and y- get it. And just simple things, like you know, last night I was getting getting ready to put him to bed, and I'm like, I'm like, I'll I'll take him upstairs and put him to bed, and she's like, she's like, no, 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 I'm I'm, you know, I'm gonna come up too, I'm gonna come up and put him to bed too, you know, because yeah, that's what I would do every night, you know, like mm-hmm. like my wife would always be there, so you know, why even solidify the. You yeah. Know, oh, there's a new baby here. Plus, oh, mom's not putting me to bed. The, tuck, you know, like the tucking anything. in, the yeah. tucking into yeah. bed is an important ritual in it a is. in a it child's is. life. And uh, but yeah, and he he's doing great. Every time, either somebody leaves with her, or he goes to bed, or is leaving, we we we, we say, we're give Elsie a kiss, give Elsie a kiss, mm-hmm. and then we lean him over closer to the baby, and he's like, nah, because that's that's his kisses. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's. Not quite advanced there yet, but uh, he... Uh, he doesn't yet have the make-out skills daddy has. Yeah, uh, well... There is only sex. He'll learn, though. Yeah, he will. Um, can't use too much moisture, but you can't use too let, too little. That's right. But it's it's great, dude. Like, just having two kids and, you know, trying to learn the one. And, and, and for a while, my son... <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this, but for a while, my son thought... Uh, my son thought that... Uh, like he, we were trying to give him the concept of the baby. You know, mom has this mm-hmm. giant bump in her belly, and we're like, "That's a baby. That's yeah. a baby." So then, then of course, it clicked enough to where one night I came home and and I took off my shirt because I was getting ready to go to bed, and I laid down on bed. And but but he was there, and we were hanging out and stuff. And and he comes up and he he just points at my belly, and he's like, "Baby, <laughs> baby," and I'm like, "No, no, no, buddy, daddy's just fat. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> dad, daddy has just not said no when he should." Yeah. And uh, that's not a baby. Yeah. But now, now I'm trying to kind of, I'm trying to <coughs> hope it clicks for him to like, no, the baby was in here and now it's you, here. And you should, you should have taken that moment to teach. It's a teachable moment there. And this is what is you do. It? You, you say, Lucas, my son. In order for you to be born and stay alive, Daddy had to give up certain things. <laughs> Daddy really liked those certain things. But now you're stupid is here <laughs> and the one comfort that daddy has is eating too much and passing out yeah daddy has super hard stools <laughs> and sometimes he has super soft stools because he eats Wait, man, too much what have i told you about my pooping habits how did you know that <laughs> he eats too much and and tortures his body because you're a little bastard yes you are <laughs> you're a little life ruiner you take all the fun things that daddy could do before and you make them worse and and so I have to do things that are safe but still acceptable to binge on and be a junkie on. Like food. Get me some more damn sour cream. <laughs> oh.
That's fantastic. And that that's 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 the teachable moment. There you, you go. should have used right there. That's the teachable moment. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that about does it. Um telegram.me slash give that some thought. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Post pictures and stuff. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening to and making your way through Rumcast 2.0. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it was as good as the original Rumcast. We'll do a final. Let's down them. Uh, that was that was bottoms up. That was. Oh my god! Yeah, we finished our drinks, Matt. That was so strong. No. Oh. You're gonna have to chill here for a minute. Oh, quit complaining, you put. All right. Facebook.com forward slash give that some thought. Hit us up on the Twitters. He's at Addison Todd. I'm at Suburban Wizard. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, give us some feedback on the show. Go to iTunes. Uh, yeah, rate, review. Give us that It'll review. Be right on the show. Um, give us the all five stars or four stars or three stars. Um, just don't not give us. Not one or two. Just don't, yeah, one or two is not good. <laughs> what's what's our average iTunes rating right now? Do you know? I don't know. It's like four like and a half. It's yeah. like four and a half. I think most yeah. people give us five. Yeah. yeah. Four or five. I don't think we've offended enough people. Send us an email, send us a tweet, send us whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, also on Telegram, from time to time in that channel, I put in uh, our usernames, and that's just like texting. Yeah. So folks can go there and just send us whatever they want. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, and I reiterate, whatever mm. you want. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's right. I'm, t- uh, I'm talking, as 4chan says, nudes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fortunes as a we can lot have our own little fappening right here. Uh, um, just, just, yeah. I mean, just don't send me any cheese pizza. No, I was gonna say, I Matt, don't want how, cheese pizza. Oh, yeah, please, please, none of that. But how thrilled would you be, Matt, if someone just like whoever it was just sent you like a pair, like their boobies, like like even if they were just girl the boobies? Hideous, well, come on, dude. Well, if there were man boobies, I wouldn't be that thrilled. I'd, <laughs> I'd be slightly thrilled. I'd but, be like, but not well, very. Well, this is kind of dumb, but funny, right? Uh, yeah. No, but how thrilled would you be if you got a picture of like real, like actual boobies? It would be nice. Matter of fact, sidebar. Let's get real depressing here for a second. When was the last time you saw in the flesh IRL boobies? Boobies, yeah. Like actual boobies, man. 15 months. Yeah. Wow. Which I don't count it as a loss. Whatever. You know? Like, I'm in it for don't, a long time. Don't game right start now. saying whatever to boobies, man. No, I'm not saying whatever to boobies. I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm. I'm... <laughs> Gay! <laughs> no. Uh, uh... I don't know what we're yelling about! Neither do I, Steve Carell. <laughs> Neither do I. Uh, we'll see you next week. As you probably could have guessed by this moment, everybody out there, not I land. have decided in 2020 to <laughs> run for president. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.